Good morning. Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to be coming to you today from Ames, Iowa, where I'm actually at a good friend of Sam, a good friend of mine, David Don Bovenmeyer, outdoors in their backyard, bringing you today's Daily Word and Prayer. Been at Iowa State University this week, and I'm encouraged. Dare I say the lockdown lunacy seems to be over. The, the things are getting back to normal. Students are out on campus, and they're coming out and listening to the preaching of the Word of God, and it's encouraging to me. So I'm fired up. I hope you are too, and I hope you're praying for me. Say, we've been talking about the walk of the Christian in Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. Remember, sit, we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, chapter 1 and 2. We're to walk with Christ, chapter 2, 3, and 4, 4 and 5. And then chapter 6, we're to stand firm in the spiritual battle. Let's talk about the walk of Christ and get right into it. Here we go. We're in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 18. And Paul talks to us here about how to live a wise life. Let's see what he says. First of all, therefore, be careful how you walk. Now, we're going to dissect this verse, these verses. There's so much in here. Be careful how you walk. Have you noticed how careless some people are with their own lives? They're more careful with their cell phone, with their money, with their wallet. They're more careful with with all kinds of things than their very life. My friends, your most important asset is your life. God has given you one life, only one life. It'll soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And we want to be people who remember and live in light of this tremendous value we have, this tremendous asset, our life. It is a gift of God. Be careful how you walk. Don't be careless with your walk. Don't be careless with the way you live your life. Take care of your life. Guard it. Be be wise with how you use it. So how do you how do you be careful? Well, the step number two, not as unwise men, but wise men. Wise people are careful with their life. Wise people make careful decisions. Wise people make are they they watch over their life. So how do you be careful with your life? Excuse me. How do you be wise with your life? Well, the next point, making the most of the time of your time because the days are evil. How interesting. Do you want to be wise with your life? Make good use of your time. Our time is a great equalizer. You don't have any more or less time than Elon Musk or Bill Gates or anyone. The most productive people in the world don't have more time than you, but they might make good use of it. The least productive people don't have less time. They're just not making good use of it. Make the most of your time. Now, here he's not talking about having a great time management system and a good to-do list and, a, and, and spending a lot of money on There's nothing wrong with that. But he's not talking about time management so much as the, the course and the direction of your life. Notice what he says here. Why do you need to make the most of your time? Because the days are evil. It's as if the course of life, the flow of life is evil. And if you just go with the flow in life, you're not going to be going the right way. You're not going to be making the most of your life. Most people aren't living a wise life. Something to stop and think about. We compare ourselves with one another. 
We look at our neighbors. We look at the people, you know, who live nearby. We might even envy them. We might wish we had what they had. We might wish we could do what they do. But Paul's making the point here. Most people aren't living a wise life. So don't be envying them. Don't feel like you've got to have what they've got. You've got to do what they do. Don't compare yourself with them. They're not the people, they're not the standard that we as Christians have. Obviously, if you realize people are living a foolish life, you're not going to want to live one. You're going to want to live a wise life. So follow the progression again. Be careful. Don't be careless. Don't go with the flow. Don't just do what everybody else is doing. Be wise. Don't be foolish. Be wise with your life. How do you do that? You make the most of your time. You buy up your time. You redeem your time. You take control of your time. You don't just go with the flow and follow. You you give thought to your decisions. You think about how you're living your life. You think about how you're spending your time. You think about the things you're doing because the days are evil. And you go with the flow, you're going to be flowing the wrong way. You don't want to do that. We have to go against the flow so often. Now, I often ask people when I speak to this, give, talk about this passage with a group, I often ask, what do you think are the biggest time wasters out there? And I, you know, get the same answers. The internet, social media, worry, stress. It's the waste of time. It's to be worrying and stressing. Uh, sin is a waste of time. Um, so, you know, TV, some people say sleep is a waste of time. I know better than that. You can be slothful, but a good night's sleep is a gift from God. But as we think, what is the biggest waste of time? And lots of times people don't get it. They don't understand it, but it's found in the very rest of this verse or the next verse. Let's read it here. So then, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. That's the key to living a wise life. That's the key to making the most of your time, is to understand what the will of the Lord is. Now, this verse, this word understand means to put it together, to think about it. We put it together with the principles, commands, and teachings of the Word of God. We put together and we say, what is the will of God? What does God want to do? We go to the Word of God to understand the will of God. And if we understand and do the will of God, we're making the most of our time. We're being wise people. I know people who are incredibly diligent, hardworking. They've got a great to-do list, great schedule. They get a lot done, but it's not in the will of God. Are they wise or are they foolish? If they're not doing what God wants them to do, are they a wise man or a foolish man? As Steve Covey, I believe it was, said you know, in his book, Seven Habits of, of uh, Successful People, he said, how sad to climb the ladder of success, to strive, to toil, to get to the top, climbing the ladder of success, only in the end to find the ladder was leaning against the wrong wall. Oh my goodness, isn't that convicting? Isn't that challenging? Brothers and sisters, make sure the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the right wall. Make sure you're pursuing the right destination. Make sure that what you're putting your time and effort into is what God wants you to do. We'd rather fail seeking to do the will of God 
than succeed and be out of the will of God. Do you see what I'm saying? So let's let's remember here. We're talking about the Christian walk. And here in Ephesians 5, 15 through 18, so such an important passage. Be careful how you walk. Your life matters. How do you careful? Be wise. Well, how do you be wise? You make the most of the time. How do you make the most of the time? You do the will of God. Remember, he says the days are evil. Most people are not committed to doing the will of God. Think about that. The advertising you see on TV and on, on the that tells you on the radio that tells you what you need. They may or may they may not be in the will of God. The education telling you what you should value may not be in the will of God. So many things in life that that we're called, we march to a different drummer. We are Christian people. We seek the will of God. We seek to walk in the will of God. Be wise. Be discerning. Understand the will of the Lord. This is why we get into the Bible every day here, the daily word and prayer, because we're trying to be inspired, encouraged, edified, and we're trying to be wise people. We figure out what is the will of God in these days in which we're living. What is the will of God for my life, for my family, my church, our country? What is the will of God? How can I make a difference? How can I make the most of my life? Amen? That's what we're into. Let's pray about it. Father in heaven, we bless you today with all of our heart. We thank you that you have called us to be your children, to no longer walk according to the course of this world, to no longer be just indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, to not be following the wrong path, but you've put us on the path of life. And so as people children of God on the path of life, might we be people who are careful with how we live our lives. Oh, Lord, might we live wise lives. Protect us from being foolish. Help us to understand foolishness is not silliness. Foolishness is living in the disregard of Almighty God. Help us to be wise. Help us not to envy or pattern our life amongst uh, after those who don't know you, don't love you, don't take you into regard. Help us, Lord, to be the wise people you've called us to be. Lord, I pray we not just go with the flow, we'd make the most of our time. Our life, Lord, is composed of our time, how we spend this day, how we spend these hours. Lord, hours turn into days, days into, turn into weeks, weeks turn into months and years, and before long, that defines our life. Help us this day, this very day, to make wise decisions in the will of God that will, that will assure that our life is a life well lived. And, oh, Father, help us to know your will. We're willing to do it. Help us to understand what your word is, says and what your will is. Lord, give us guidance. I pray for every one of us who tune in here to this live stream, whether now or later in the day that we'd be people who walk in the ways of God. You're our God. This world's not our God. It's not our master. Sin's not our master. You are our God. And we want to live in ways that will please and honor you. Take our lives as a willing, joyful sacrifice to be conformed to your will, we pray. In Jesus' name, we ask it, and we give you glory now. Amen, amen, and amen.
All right, folks. Hey, a special welcome to anyone who's here for the first time. And a double special welcome if you come and I don't know you. If, you, if, if that's the case, leave a comment below. Because I always read them and I like to know who's here and where they come from. Yesterday when I was on campus, there was a guy with a table out there, Turning Point USA. I was going to be preaching nearby and I went up and I said, I hope I won't be disrupting your event. And he said, oh, hey, listen, I know you. I watch you on YouTube. Boy, that was encouraging. Here's a student with this great group, works on campus. And, and I'm so glad to meet someone. I'm always glad to meet people who come here. So if I meet you in your city, great. Otherwise, leave a comment. Introduce yourself. I'd like to know who's here and where you're from. We're here every day because we believe there's value to be in the Word of God every day. To be encouraged, to be inspired, to be edified, to be built up in the Word. I invite you to be part of our community. I encourage you to be part of our community. Make a commitment. It's a small commitment, 15 minutes or so a day. Be encouraged, be inspired. If you've stuck with me this long, I imagine you've been encouraged today. Well, we do this every day. You can get that shot of encouragement, inspiration, edification through God's Word. If you do, it'll bless you, I promise. That's why we're here. So, if you're new, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, like the video, tell your friends. All of us, spread the word. Those of you who are part of the community, I love you. It's wonderful to see you. And until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, fill you with grace, help you to be a wise person, making the most of your time, living life for Him. We hope we're sorry if you do. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.